Hi everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from a presentation by Amy McKenzie from our self-love webinar series that was held during the month of February in 2022. Aidy is a physical therapy assistant, a lymphatic therapist, and a massage therapist, and she is also part of our Global Coaching Collaborative. In this excerpt, she talks about the impact of deep diaphragmatic breathing on the lymphatic system and on general health. She describes how these benefits can be amplified through the use of laughter and singing. As we inhale, the diaphragm drops down. As we exhale, it curls back up. So if you can imagine that down underneath it are your internal organs, above it are your lungs, deep breathing is known to calm the nervous system. It has a positive effect on the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest, repose, and recreate function, rest and digest function. So that we benefit ourselves by stimulating that because most of the world we live in stimulates our fight and flight mechanism. So we need to balance that. Deep breathing can help. It clears out the base of the lungs because normally most of us do this shallow breathing and we don't engage the full lung. And so the leftover stale air can hang out there. It's nice to get that out. Some of the lingering effects that it can have, it can reduce the heart rate, increasing blood oxygenation, which in itself can boost mood and energy, feed the mitochondria and help our cells be as efficient and energetic as possible, improving digestion with the parasympathetic nervous system and increasing mind-body awareness, which can be beneficial to control pain. So I feel like all these points kind of feed back to one another. So as it moves lymph through the thoracic duct and with this deep breathing, as we've discussed, increasing that siphoning effect, increasing that uptake of lymphatic fluid, we may feel less bloated. We may notice increased urination. That is actually a good thing when we're talking about getting rid of lymphatic bloating. And we may look a little better because we've gotten rid of some of our cellular debris and some puffiness that might be notable if we've got extra fluid hanging around nice to get rid of that. And that itself may help to reduce pain or headaches. And all of this improved well-being may help improve sleep, which certainly is an issue for many of us. So we know what deep breathing is, and we know that certain things might help increase that lymph, that action of our lungs and our diaphragm muscle. So what is laughter? Laughter is rhythmic contractions of the diaphragm and other aspects of the respiratory system. So there are a variety of sources, both internal and external, that can create this laughter. And usually there's a vocal component. And again, that provides vibration. I'm sure I have laughed silently, but often that vocal component adds a vibratory effect that is very beneficial. And some of the benefits of laughter are very resonant with some of the benefits of deep breathing. And laughter releases endorphins, which lead to positive mood and increased happiness, reduces stress, anxiety, depression, improves life satisfaction, 
I love that it can increase some of our immune function. So it increases natural killer cell activity. There is evidence that laughter provides similar cardio effects. So you can get a little bit of aerobic exercise with a good laughing session. Now, I don't think we can count on this to help us burn calories to a significant degree, but any little bit helps. And with all of the other ancillary benefits, it's certainly worth considering. I, I am fascinated by the idea that laughter improves learning and creative thinking, but all of the things that go in a circle together, the reduction of stress, the improvement of endorphins, that makes sense. And then all of these together too, increase pain tolerance or lowers pain. And there may be the physical action of the laughing, the way that it shakes our body and the way that it helps to pick up that fluid may be a factor there. And then also the other factors like the endorphins and stuff. So there's just all this feedback loop, this really beneficial feedback loop. Now, what is singing? So I pulled a couple of sources of the, you know, actual definition or physical action of what is happening when we sing. And both Webster and Encyclopedia Britannica say that singing is to produce musical tones by means of the voice. And I was really interested in all of the details that Encyclopedia Britannica gave to the physical functions. To sing, it requires the lungs to, you know, pump the air in and out. It requires the larynx to vibrate and to create these tones. The chest and head create amplification and resonance. The tongue, the palate, the teeth, they shape the sounds. And we need all of these things together to sing. So we get a little bit of an upper body workout with singing as we do with laughing. Again, beneficial effects. This is all going to look really familiar. Immunity boosting, feel good hormones, improving breathing, especially with the amount of control that we require to sing. So that is a breath control activity. Promotes social bonding. I don't know that it would if we're just singing in the shower. I still would sing in the shower, but you know that part may not be the social bonding. I hope that as we are getting together more in person in the coming months that we'll be able to have some singing together opportunities. And I know it was Gail who brought to my attention that there has been some studies to show that singers have a general... Uh, increased longevity. And I can think of all kinds of reasons based on everything we've talked about now. If, for example, singing is increasing the, the clearance of junk from our lungs, then we're going to have a little bit less junk for our immune system to have to deal with, a little less lymphatic stagnation. And all of that can lead to a longer life. So can having greater life satisfaction. So there's just all these benefits that roll along and interact with one another and improves overall health and well-being. I love it. Thank you, Aidy. That was a wonderful webinar. And I would like to remind everyone that Aidy is a member of the Lipedema Simplified Global Coaching Collaborative. To find out more, visit lipedema-simplified.org slash coaching. I'd like to give a big thank you also to you, our listeners. 
If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement just to let you know our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.